This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 486 of Shutters Inc. Hopefully, the episode that gets out on time. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me on Skype once again from Lockdown Central. It is Mr. Glenn Lavender from creativephotoworkshops.com.au. How are you? This is me in a nutshell. <laughs> and if anyone knows the Austin Powers reference. No. No. I've been, I've been watching Groundhog Day, though. Really? <laughs> yeah, imagine if you watched that one time and enjoyed it. Imagine. Uh, Puskatawny. Punxsutawney Phil. That's him, Phil. <laughs> Wasn't his name Phil, the Bill Murray character called Phil in that show as well? Um, I think it was. Oh. I think it was. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway. So, has there, has there been anything interesting in your week? I've had a, I've had a good week. Okay, that's good. But uh, I couldn't believe it was Thursday already, so it was obviously a fast week. We've, <laughs> yeah, we've... we've Got into a thing. A thing? A rhythm, a pattern, a way of life. Our life has changed. Right. And You're talking about Victorians or the Lavender no, household? Our household. Right. Our little household. It's, it's, it's a happier place. It's a quieter place. It's a... I don't know. We're, we're, we're into a groove and a rhythm that the outside world doesn't even really exist. Yeah, right. And my wife, my wife has to work. She has to deal with idiots on the other end of the phone. Yeah, and on Zoom meetings. But yeah, other than the kids having got piano lessons, and um, yeah, uh, my 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 youngest one's been doing stage acting classes on Zoom this last couple of weeks. Right. But um, yeah, other than that, the outside world and having to go out to shop. Yeah. The outside world doesn't really exist to us anymore. It's wow. Like living in our own little world yeah so we're uh my so my youngest has put herself in a self-imposed ipad ban and hasn't touched an ipad in two weeks wow without even without, we didn't even know about it for the first nine days yeah right. no decision wasn't on it but yeah you know, she hadn't made a thing of it it's just something she wanted to do for herself um my eldest is is, is uh, doing a lot more ac- exercise wow than just sitting on the ipad we've uh, started a vegetable garden this week so just awesome planted planted this afternoon uh we were out today building a scarecrow yeah we made the <laughs> scarecrow together you know <laughs> nice. that sort of stuff that kind of rustic stuff that you just i don't know you just never known in my existence to have I mean, it's not something i ever did with my parents yeah but it's a different lifestyle if you're building scarecrows and and you're know, working in your garden it, it's just you and your two kids it's it's, it's a <laughs> Quite a different experience. It's, it reminds me of the M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Village. Really? Oh, yeah, kind of a bit like that. Yeah. Except we have got all these other freaks around us. Yeah. Um, or if they are, we don't see them because they're locked in their houses too. Yeah. And then, then continuing our, our cooking lessons. Awesome. Yeah, so we've been been teaching. So I, I've, I've decided this week I'm going to buy a couple of really nice quality blank journals or and and, and create recipe books for both of them. Fantastic. So all the things that all the things that we've learned during during um, COVID. Yep. And I've been taking photos of everything we've done. Nice. So I'm going to write up the recipes and stick the photos in, and when I'm gone. Yep. That's going to be, you know. Well, I remember we did all this with Dad, and we learned all this is our family recipe that you know handed down from him, sort of thing. Man, that is awesome. So that's that's that's, that's really kind of nice. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. And look, I, mentally, I've got to say I'm the happiest I've been in years. 
Well, man, that's great to hear. Yeah, so it's it's just bizarre. I, I must admit, I have been hearing people say that, you know, should the world ever get back to the way it was, they're not looking forward to the mass congregation of strangers again. Yeah. It's very bizarre to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go up to our local shops and there's a lake out the front there, so all these people walking around, you see all these people walking, and you kind of freak. Yeah, right. You know? It's like, oh, yeah. Or when you see him watch a movie or something and there's a sporting event, yeah. it's like, oh my God, yeah, it kind of does your head in. Yeah. Because with the exception of about a three week period, remember, we've been like this now since for, March. Yeah, for like six or seven months. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's really becoming a, you know, a way of life. And it's like, I was, I was, you know, non functional for the first few months, just not, you know, not doing anything. It's like, oh, we'll just, we'll just sit it out kind of thing. And then also we've had this little burst of, I mean, I've been spring cleaning all week, you know, cleaning out cupboards. I've, I've been drawing up maps today uh, of my cupboard, of my pantry. <laughs> nice. Yeah, measuring shelf spaces and depths and heights and, and planning yeah, storage solutions. I mean, this is a whole... This is I'm not sure who this person is. <laughs> but uh, but, it, but it's, it's, great. it's satisfying. Yeah? It's, it's really, really kind of... Yeah, kinda right. Cool. Would would you say that you have decreased your consumption of social media as well? Yep, yep, absolutely. I'm hardly ever on it. I was going to say, I wonder how much of your, you know, improved mental disposition is because of reduced exposure to social oh, media. Oh, no, no, none. No, no change at all. Right, okay. Because I was a cranky bastard, you know, well and truly before Facebook was invented. <laughs> Yeah, well, surely before the internet. Yeah, you know, I've always been an obstinate, arrogant, pig-headed, loudmouth, you know, smart-ass. I've never got, come across that with you. See? <laughs> See? Maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe the internet's reduced all those things so it's not noticeable anymore. Yeah. So, as, as my mother used to like to tell people, you know, she sure I was going to stab the family to death when I was growing up, you know? So... Yeah, I've always had my own special special way of seeing the world. In the back of the school yearbook, most likely to become a serial killer. So, so look, but, but I will say I'm not. I'm not the the tensions of the political state of the world. The tensions oh, of the. God, it's just uh, ridiculous. I mean, I'm still seeing it. I mean, I still watch YouTube at night. I mean, I'm not off. So, I'm off. I'm, I'm not on Facebook so much. I'm not on on, on Instagram, but I'm, I'm still absorbing lots of YouTube stuff. Yeah. Hey, me and the kids sit down. We we we, we scan through recipes and decide what we're going to cook the next day. I've been baking bread every single day. Oh. I am so Homemade, jealous. Every morning, bake a loaf of bread. We have a, 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 and so the the bread gets done. That go that gets sitting down to rise. Then I um I put on I, I make a batch of muffins for morning and afternoon snack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I bought a food processor. Something I've never had before in my life. I've got a food processor, processor delivered. Okay, and it's changed. It's changed my world as well. They're brilliant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so I get up in the morning. Uh, so I've been learning all these different ways of making bread. Like, no, I made one the other day. It's called honey oat loaf. Oh. And all it is is you put the flour in a bowl, mm. you put the yeast in a bowl, you pour the water in a bowl, you put some oats in and some honey in, you stir it up, put some put some glad wrap over the top, leave it for um, uh, overnight. Yep. Then put it into into a baking pan and put it in the oven. Yeah, right. That's it. You don't touch any of to touch the, the bread, and it was it was amazing, just absolutely amazing, you know. But I mean, literally two minutes to make a loaf of bread. Yep. Literally two minutes, you yeah. Know? And now with my mixer, I can, you know, my food processor, I'm doing loaves in 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 yeah, 
a minute is blending it all up. Two, two minutes of kneading, and that's it. So it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, right. But I've been learning all these all these no-need ways of making bread. I thought it was really tedious now, kneading, kneading, rolling, kneading, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. um, there's all these different ways of making it, which is, which is kind of cool. And so the kids, I mean, when you get up and, you, and your 13-year-old's in the kitchen, she's just finished putting together a loaf. <laughs> It's pretty cool. She's made she's made her own bread and she's cooking yeah, you know, she's cooking bacon and eggs and for me, which is even better. That's you know, awesome. Yeah. You know? So it's 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 a it's a very and the kids the kids are different. Yeah, right. Yeah. The kids are engaged and happier and and yeah uh, less stress and yeah, it's yeah, my my, my youngest today comes up and says, Oh, uh, this afternoon, it's, it's, it's oh, when I was cooking dinner. Um, would I be able to have a nice relaxing bath while you know? And she never she has she showers, but she never baths. Yeah. And I said, yeah, sure. So job set the toys up to put. No, no, I just want to zone out. It's like <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, it's so awesome. It's it's, it's 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 good. Yeah, this could keep on going. Yeah, financially, it's terrible. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, you know, as far as yeah, you know, our family won't be the same after this, and we and we'll do our darndest not to go back to where it was. Yeah, yeah. So the kids are already researching, you know, how they can do school lunches differently. Yeah, you know? right. Wow. I've heard lots of people saying this. You know, lots of people are having the same experiences where they're, you know, even like you know, Victoria, because we're still in lockdown. Whilst I was waiting for you to come on, uh, something was playing, and there was an advert come up from Victoria, and it's this little kid goes. Everything's slower. He's sort of. It's just you know, everything's slower, and people are doing bake-offs and, and all this stuff that people are doing that they never would have done if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Now that we're very lucky. Yeah, we're in a country. Yeah, we're in a. Yeah, we're in full lockdown, but we had you know, fifteen cases today. You know. Yeah. So we're very lucky. It's not thousands and tens of the India that you know, 70 80 90 thousand cases a day yikes you know, uh and and exponentially growing yeah right yeah so we're lucky as that we're uh, yeah had that western privilege yeah and that western wealth not that we're wealthy but you know you know yeah, we're not we have a house yeah and we can if you know, we can get food yeah, yep. which is not everyone in the world has that luxury to be able to do. So, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's okay to say, oh, you know, we're kind of enjoying COVID because, yeah, realistically, what's the impact on us, you know? Yeah. Compared to other people. So, yeah, it, it's 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 been in- interesting to watch. Yeah. Just, well, just mate, it's, it's good to hear, you know, a good news twist on it, like, yeah. like what you've just recounted. That's great to hear. I think I said I'm seeing a lot of it, yeah, which is which is really good, yeah. And yes, yeah, so, it said whilst uh, I see all these people walking around our lake, and it's like oh, all these people, they didn't used to be there before COVID. Yeah, yeah. there weren't hundreds of people walking out there with their dogs and socialising and sitting out, you know, not within you know, reasonable distance, like all the normal stuff. But to see, yeah, people, there's people everywhere on the streets just walking. That is so cool. Yeah. And never seen before, you know. I've been I've been this place twenty years, yeah. And you don't see frock. Get this, they, they, my my daughters love to draw, draw chalk on the front front footpath. Yeah, they do patterns and stuff like that. Okay, and they get to talk to anyone who goes by with dogs, which they love, you know. Yeah. And so this, they they they, um, they met these two dogs so last week. It would have been uh, two um, Malamutes and uh, Zoe and Zelda or something like that. So anyway, they did a little drawing on, on the footpath of Zoe and Zelda. They drew, they drew the dogs and the names and stuff like that. Well, Emily did, my eldest did. A couple of days later, there was a knock on the door. 
I open the door and there's this woman that just dropped something and just walking down, to, you know, backing up to be safe. She goes, hi, um, your daughter uh, met me a couple of days ago with my dogs, walking my dogs. Um, I just want to bring her these flowers and this, this box of chalk as oh. a thank you for what, she, for what she drew on the footpath. It's like, for a, to do it for a kid. And she went out and bought flowers. Yeah, yeah right. And she bought a, a big box of chalk and she had, there was something else and, and a nice little gift bag and stuff. That's just awesome. for spending a few minutes and then you know, making a, you know, doing this nice drawing of the dogs on the footpath. It's, it's, the world is different here. That is you know? awesome. It's, it's, it's an uncanny, uh, uncanny thing. And it'd be, if you could go outside, it'd be kind of interesting to photograph. Yeah. <laughs> photograph it. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. And then how quickly will it change after this is all over? Yeah. Well, if, if, if and when, and, and how much of it's over, and yeah, now we were discussing. Yeah, but Christmas is probably a no-show this year, you know. Yeah. Uh, Christmas by Zoom, and and then yeah, how long are masks going to be a, a mandatory for? And, yeah. Yeah. In the foot, is that another year of wearing masks every time you're outdoors? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a long time be, before we turn to you know, pre-COVID mostly normality, I guess. Yeah. Wow. But it'd, be, it'd be different for you guys up there because you're all. Are your are your shopping centres open? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got nothing. We can't shop. Yeah. Other right. than online. Yeah. Right. And, or, and groceries. Grocery shops are yeah, food and essentials are the only things that are open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dentists are closed. And, uh, they just reopened this week for some stuff, but you, you can't get in to see a doctor if you're sick. They all do video calls. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, there's nothing. I mean, I've been I've been ordering stuff from our, our main hardware chain this week. Yeah, uh, I had to do th- three different orders. Three, my God, for a, for one of the biggest financial companies in Australia, they had no clue how to organise click and collect. Is that right? Had to do an, had to do an online, an online. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, we'll get the photography eventually. <laughs> Order number one. Place the order, get an invoice the next day, nothing, crickets. I give it a day and a half, text message comes through, one of your items is out of stock, uh, <clears throat> we will be refunding that, uh, the rest will be ready shortly, we'll, we'll contact you. <sighs> nothing. Another day and a half goes by. <laughs> I call up the number. It rings. It rings just about to. It goes to voicemail, right? And then just as it's going to voicemail, someone picks it up. You know, right. the answering machine. Then they check it out. Check it out. Oh, you've already been invoiced. Yeah, I know. I've got the invoice. And but you only get invoice once you've got the goods. Well, I haven't got the goods, and this is. The, so she checks it out. So, oh, look, I'll I'll re-invoice it all now. Uh, give it half an hour and coming up. So I come up, 45 minutes in the queue waiting because oh. uh, no one can move faster than an amble at best. Yeah. Get up there, he looks at it, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's just tough. I've seen that just on the counter in there. He goes away. 15 minutes goes by, comes out. Um, can you just park over there? And then with all these other cars, it took like an hour and a half, and it was only when we finally complained again that they go and actually then make the order up again because somehow it had gone missing again. Wow. So, that was, so that, was, that was experience number one. Next, I had to order more. Right. Two hours after order it, your order's ready for collection. <laughs> pretty amazing drive up same thing not a clue not a clue no idea park over there took about an hour there you go third lot of stuff place an order get an email saying your order's been uh, please click on the uh, on the link floor to book a time for collection so completely different system again <laughs> book a time for collection book the time for collection get up there 
I've got no idea. <laughs> Again, yeah. Uh, so every single, every so three interactions, three completely different experiences as, as to how the basic system's even working. Yeah. How can they have saying, not got it together after seven months? I was saying to the kids, I said, how hard is it? You place an order inside the shop, they can move some space and have stuff A to, a to, um, a to Z. Yeah. For alphabet, alphabetical stuff, for all the small stuff. Yep. Then they've got all this other space over here for the big stuff. Then you have uh, row outside of where the cars line up. You have line A, line B, line C, and that determines what type of goods you're picking up. So the guy who lets you into the gate says, what type of stuff you're picking up? Oh, it's big soil and stuff. Okay, get in line C. Yeah. So that's where all the soil stop. <laughs> Just, it's a, it could be so simple to do. And imagine that the the good customer feedback that people would be more willing to buy stuff their business wouldn't be suffering as much yep yeah but how one of the major companies can't even um you know get they basically get the shit together yeah just to do a basic online ordering system that is crazy 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 yeah and I'm noticing I'm trying to buy other stuff online, um, and you just can't buy stuff. Stuff's just not available because so much of it comes out of China. Yeah. And everything's closed down. So, yeah, this is no stock to buy. You know, you want to buy you know, a couple of containers for your, for your kitchen or something, can't get them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or not the ones you want, of course, because yeah. you, know, you can buy the ones no one wants. <laughs> it's easy to get the ones no, nobody wants. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, so, so yeah, it's, it's just bizarre how, how some companies are dealing with, um, with trying to, I mean, if you can't do online well now, you're not going to be making any money because we've got nothing yeah. open, absolutely yeah. nothing open. So, and yeah, and, and so I was talking to her, like, I met a, a, one of the old school mums uh, in a, a major uh, supermarket today. Right. All masked up and a little quick, quick little chat to her. And she goes, you know, the only thing I'd like to do is not go out and party, not go out and join groups. It's not for go for a drive in the country. Yeah, <laughs> just to just to go somewhere for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's, that's a, but after seven months, that's pretty good. If that's your only gripe, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's not me waffling on. How's your how's your bike? Oh mate, it is gorgeous. Is it good? I love it. Absolutely oh, love dear. it. So. Like any new bike, there's always some things that you take a little while to get used to, things that are a little bit different from what you, you've you experienced in the past. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah no, nah, absolutely, absolutely loving it. Good stuff. Yeah. Does it get you there faster? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Safely and within the speed limit? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so. Nothing like when you, you, especially when you're taking a risk to buy sort of sight unseen and stuff, and yeah, um, and then you get it and you and they actually love it. It's you know, nothing worse than getting something you've been waiting for, and it's not everything you hoped it would be. So. Yeah, really uh, and then uh, and fantastic service on Yamaha's part. They allow you to transfer the warranty. So, oh, so, really? so the, the bike, when it was new, came with a two-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Uh, the first owner only had it for 12 months, and all, all I had to do was uh, ring Yamaha up, ask them what I had to do to transfer the warranty. They said, just send an email to this address uh, with a uh, photograph of the uh, the, the back page of the service and warranty booklet, uh, which came with the bike, uh, and just to send a photo uh, of you sitting on it. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, and and then just um, because it was, 
over a thousand kilometres when I got it. They said just send proof that the one thousand kilometre service was done by a, uh, you know, a, an yes, actual Yamaha dealer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which the original owner had had done. He had it serviced at the place he bought it from. Uh, yeah. And all I had to do was I rang that particular bike shop and I said, you guys sold this bike, you know, a year ago to this bloke. This is the VIN number. Uh, I just need a copy of the, you know, the work order to say that you did the 1,000-kilometre service. They emailed it through to me while I was still on the phone. Uh, and I just emailed that to Yamaha, and I got an email back from Yamaha within half an hour saying, it's all been transferred over, the warranty's in your name. See, now, how hard is it to have decent customer service? <laughs> it's awesome. So, yeah, efficient yeah. systems. Yep. Yeah. No confusion, no, yeah. Yeah. So going from one of the biggest companies in Australia to Yamaha, which is <laughs> relatively small by comparison. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. system versus absolute garbage. <laughs> So I, uh, I got I got I got a, a customer service survey from from the hardware store today. Oh. So I'm, I'm saving myself for a couple of hours to sit down right now. Nice, <laughs> funny uh. stuff. So you've done some photography this week. Uh, have you I? said you did so. You took a photo of the back page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, there you, go. you could say that. <laughs> who's, who's to say we're not photographers? You know, <laughs> yeah. full of passion. Yeah. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. I've been photographing my food. I must admit, I did photograph the scarecrow we built today, too. Excellent. That's my first first portrait for a while. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, after half an hour, should we talk about some photography? We probably should. (laughs) Let's talk about me. Okay. What do you got on uh, your no, list? I, I, I sent you through a link for the Tamron Image Tamron USA's Image Master. Um, oh, this is the 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 thing that you got the cover of. Yeah, so they put out this as an ebook. It's a it's a fifty eight page book on uh, from all the different Tamron Image Masters in the US. Yep, uh, I think I'm the only non-US guy I haven't actually looked at it, so I wouldn't know. Uh, I think I'm the only non-US uh, person. On the list. And I got the cover in the first, uh, the first four pages or something. Of, That's awesome. Uh, you know, my images and stuff, and then waffling on. Awesome. And they put my company name down wrong, which kind of <laughs> knows the crap. I was out wondering it. about that. Yeah, so I've just emailed them and said, because it's online, most I said, can you just I know, can you fix it? Yeah. <laughs> but you can also download it and have the embarrassment there for a while. I was going to comment on the Facebook thing, and and then I thought, oh, well, maybe maybe you run, you know, the international stuff under a different company name from Creative no, Photo no, Workshop. No, so. so I do stuff for Discovery, um, which is the Africa stuff and things like that, but it's just... It's just <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I emailed the the the, the uh, journalist back and forth, back and forth, and every one has got my logo. <laughs> it's not hard I mean, if Yamaha can do it. <laughs> that's right. He just phoned it in. Yeah, so that's that's right. So I, I, there's some good stuff there. I have quick flick through some of the other people's photos and stuff, and there's some some good stuff there and some good information. If cool. People want a free little e e magazine to have a read. And nice. 
look at a few of my photos. So that's uh, that's enough about me. Uh, well, that's enough about me talking about me. How about you talking about me for a while? <laughs> well done. No, oh, thanks, dude. That's nothing. How can we move on? It's nothing super fantastic. <laughs> So, so what, what, have you, what have you got on your list? Then? Oh, I thought we were going to cover the rest mine. of your list. No, I'll cut, we'll do yours. And if I've got the enthusiasm to talk about any of my stuff, then uh, we will. Fair enough. Uh, so the first <laughs> thing that I found this week was... Uh, a, <laughs> I, I gave it the heading, Go Home Nature, You're Drunk. I just yeah. love this image. It's a whale shark with oh, 50 yeah, remoras sure. in her mouth. But she's swimming Why? like straight towards the photographer. That's amazing, yeah. That is just a cracker of an image. Uh, I didn't know what I was looking at first. I, I know. Like, I'm trying to figure because I didn't read the title or anything. I just saw this image and I'm, I'm staring at <laughs> it. What the like, living what? absolute? Like I, I just don't know how, as the photographer, you'd have been happy to just hang there right in front of this shark, <laughs> trying to take the photo with without being swallowed up. Oh man, it's an amazing shot. That's great. So, uh, yeah, I I love that shot. Uh, And then following on in the similar vein, this was the finalists of the 2020 Mars Pet Care Comedy Pet Photo Awards. Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) There's no pets on Mars. No, that's right. Uh, But these are just a a great series of images. Most of them are dogs because dogs just tend to look like idiots most of the time. They look pretty goofy. Yeah, that's why they're called Goofy Goofy. That's right. But there's some there's some really good silly uh, animal photos there. There's a great black and white halfway down of two dogs, and the dog on the left <laughs> has turned his head so you can't actually see his head, and the dog on the right, all you're seeing is the head of the dog from the right side is of the frame. Is the photo called Two Dogs? Yeah. What's it called? Why do you ask Two Dogs? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's but I, uh, that's just a case of perfect timing. I love that one. Uh, I put a photo of two dogs up on Facebook this week, actually. Did you? Uh, a photo that I hadn't, uh, I hadn't considered putting up for very, very, very... I took it a few years ago. Decided it was a bit too risque to put up a lot. Oh, OK. <laughs> one dog something <laughs> right. another dog's head. That's it right. Grabbing his latch on full ball. <laughs> yes. And um, the, the, funny, but the funniest thing of all week, uh, uh, was it got to 69 likes, and the guy said, I really want I like this photo. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> but I said, I said, I said, uh, uh, I think I put up there. It's like uh, I've, I've underhand about posting this photo for a few years, but 2020. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Got, yeah, it got it all up. I should enter that into a funny dog competition. Totally. Uh, the next thing I saw was on DIYphotography.net, and this was. I, I thought it might be of interest to some of the uh, people who use Adobe software that uh, Lightroom and Camera Raw are getting video style wheels for advanced color grading. Now, I have to confess, I've never really understood the appeal of video style software for doing photo manipulation but i hear people talking about using davinci resolve which is primarily a video editing you know non-linear editor for processing their raw files because it will process raw files in davinci resolve and i I, I don't quite get the attraction interesting i've never thought or heard about it i'm just bizarre yeah 
So I don't know. But what, I mean, but the, I mean, but so so how are these? Because you've obviously read the article in depth and got a full grasp of it. <laughs> and by that you mean I've read the headline, yeah. <laughs> video style wheels. Well, what are the wheels they use on video? Well, I mean, normally they're they're wheels, but. Looking at the <laughs> thanks, that Bruce. Look, <laughs> looking at and, and Bruce, yeah. uh, what are the what are what are the square things? What are they? Are they are they squares? They are. <laughs> yes, they're not like wheels. Right, <laughs> they're wheels that they haven't had the corners what, rounded off yet. Much harder to go forward of those. Because <laughs> what's the difference between a slider and a wheel? I don't know. Well, oh, well, obviously, a slider is only a two-directional thing, whereas the wheel allows you to, you know... Go left or right? Well, well, well sorry, the, the slider is only <laughs> one axis, where with the wheel you can at least drag across two axes, so you can see the entire, you know, gamut of the colour space on the wheel, and you can drag to exactly where you want, you know, in terms of how much saturation as well as what hue... But again, I don't understand the attraction to that style of interface. Maybe it's just well, me. The know. only, I mean, it, so I, I'm a, I'm a interested in color grading, right? And it's something I've been exploring for a good eight months or so. Okay, maybe longer, maybe maybe a year or so now. So I'd be very interested to see what the color grading does. In so I don't really use Lightroom, but I use Camera Raw. So yep. I'll be very interested when it comes out if it's not already out to have a look and what i do i'll report back okay so when I mean, you, you can shoot, already use do, do you can you... already use lutz sorry i don't use lutz no um no but I you was can already s- use lutz in um in photoshop they've already got right. yeah their own their own tab for that yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they do different in um in this yeah there's lots in dark table as well and i just don't get it it's doesn't appeal to me uh, but what i was going to ask is when you shoot do you shoot auto white balance or do you choose a oh, yeah, preset auto. that is auto 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 unless there's a problem right you know? so, so canon traditionally shoots uh, a little bit cold on overcast days right so it doesn't hurt necessarily on an overcast day to maybe get on auto white balance that is it doesn't hurt to go to cloudy white balance and yep. warm stuff up yeah if you're shooting sunsets I'll often go to manual white balance and crank it up to like yeah ten thousand. Oh wow! Okay, and yeah, really, really go bang with the, with the oranges. Right. You know, if you want to really, really boost the boost the the warmth of the thing, um, give it a try. It can be can be really effective. But but generally, yeah. And once again, if you are shooting raw, it kind of really doesn't matter because you can fix it all later anyway. Yeah. But uh, I pretty much most of the time um, use auto. Yeah. Like right. Ninety nine point five percent of the time. So. So in your experimentations or delving into the concept of color grading over the last seven months yeah have you been taking the approach of let's get the raw file absolutely as color accurate as possible as a starting point and then start color grading from there or or not or are you doing some other approach uh my approach is 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 a little bit more sophisticated (laughs) This will be good, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> as all, I shoot exactly the same way I always have shot. So get it in, as right as possible in camera, yep. or as, you know, get the effects on as best I can looking for in camera. And then I, I open up my LUTs and I scroll through them all and discard any that don't look any good. Right. And the one that looks the best, <laughs> I use that one. Right. 
Okay. Very sophisticated. Fair enough. It's like it's not that dissimilar than going through a range of fil- presets. <laughs> yeah, right. Slide down the presets until one looks good. That'll do it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, f- very sophisticated. Fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my nature. <laughs> I can't help being yeah, sort of in depth like that. You know? <laughs> uh, no, I, I will. I will admit to uh, using the slider a bit back and forward for opacity, to, yep. just to how strong it's. Yeah, but yeah, that's about that's about the level of my in depthnessness of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I saw this week that Sigma has just yes. released a 105mm 2.8 macro for E-mount. That's a nice focal range. And I've got to say, that's a sexy-looking lens. I haven't seen it, but I'm not a fan of how the Art Series lens looks. So, Oh, in what um, way? Yeah. I just don't like the look of them. What, the way that they're they look black? Heavy and, look heavy and clunky and, I don't know. Right, okay. I just don't find... They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not visually appealing to me. The lenses are fabulous. Yeah. Right. No, no problem with the quality. It just. I don't know. Yeah. Not, so I was looking not, at a, a Manny Ortiz video. I don't. Are you familiar with Manny Ortiz? Yeah. 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 So he had a video where he grabbed one and was putting it through its paces and gotta say i love the look of it i didn't get to finish watching the video. I'll probably finish watching it later tonight. But um, yeah, it looks like a great lens. So. Oh, yeah, it's a fabulous focal length, yeah, both the macro and portraits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very versatile. Yeah, if, you, you know, if, if you're trying to do just, yeah, if you want to change up your photography, yeah, I was just reading a little thing earlier, but yeah, if you want to change your, your, your photography because you're a bit bored, get in the macro, you know? Yeah, right. It, it's such a such a whole, you can get in your backyard and spend hours and be enthralled just by looking at stuff up close. Yeah. It's like being a kid with a magnifying glass again, you know, or yeah. a kid with a microscope. And going out there and just seeing a different viewpoint of the world, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing that I came up with was these creepy images were completely generated by AI from just photo captions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's weird because you can tell what the AI was trying to create, yeah. but it looks like a... <laughs> a screen capture out of a dream but that here, you were having. Here's the thing, though. So I mean, we've so we've been talking on and off quite a bit over the last year and a half or so about about yeah. AI and yeah. and and, um, and the other stuff that we talk about. I can't remember the name right now. Computational photography. That's what yes. I'm thinking of. Yep. And so you know, so I, I had the same article in my list, but my my heading for it was simply "Talk me a photo." Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you, yeah, literally, you put it on your computer and say, computer, nice green rolling hills, road going through them, sun setting with birds flying over the top, red barn on the left-hand side, smoke coming out of the chimney. <laughs> and it generates that photo. Yeah, right. This is the future. This is going to happen. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it'll take us back the bank of information. Of, let's say, oh, I want Yosemite, but uh, under a moonlit night uh, with a meteor storm and aurora and the Milky Way and the guy pointing his bloody torch. No, take the guy with the torch out of the damn photo. Um, and it will design. I mean, you see, it, it's rudimentary already, but you can see what it's doing, what yeah. it's trying to do. Imagine in five years' time, in ten years' time, oh, what the quality. Of course. It's going to be. So, I mean, the, the entire world of photography. So, here's the thing. If you're a photographer and your job is stock photography, 
or mm. landscape photography, yeah. and you have commercial clients, they're never going to book you again. Your days are numbered. <laughs> Your days are numbered because the, 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 the agent can call up exactly what he wants by talking to his microphone on his computer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they can tweak and change and uh, do anything they damn well want to the image. Yeah. In theory, and once again, if the technology gets there, which is no reason why it can't, then all of a sudden a whole gamut of photographers are gone. Yeah. And there'll be stuff like, it'll change wedding photographers. Yeah. Okay, there's all these people in the family who couldn't be there for the wedding, but we want the family photo with the minute. Yep. And it's going to add these people to the, your images... Yeah, to, to complete the family. You know, oh, Uncle Larry's dead, but can we have him in his coffin? No, can we have, have a <laughs> photo of him hovering in the background? It, all this sort of stuff that people spend hours in Photoshop maybe doing and therefore charging their clients all this time, it's going to change a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, mark my words, five years' time, ten, maybe ten at the outset, that there's going to be a quantum shift in... Yeah. yeah, what's what certainly about the commercial need for photographers? Yeah, as as you were talking, I was thinking about you know that these are early days for mm-hmm. this technology, and it, it just popped into my head that you know, when people first saw motor cars, they yeah. were probably amazed at the concept of a horseless carriage, yep. you know, which is essentially what the motor car was. You know, that's how we got the name motor car. It was a motor mm-hmm. carriage. It was a horseless yep. carriage. Yep. You know, and people would have been amazed by that technology for its day. But you look at what motor cars are like today and you realize how far that technology's come. And yeah, you just imagine what, as you say, what what's going to happen with this technology as it develops. It'll come to be absolutely nothing like what we're seeing now. Not to want to bring politics into things too much, right? But after after last night, I watched the presidential, the first presidential debate because <laughs> you had nothing better to do. <laughs> well, it's history as well, so oh, it's, yes. it's important to watch. And, 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 and no politics, no no discussion about the thing, except for Biden's plan for the the, the new Green Deal, or they call about you know, banning fracking, banning oil. Uh, uh, we talk about yeah. So you talk about how the motor car and how much it's changed in realistically quite a long time, one hundred and hundred and twenty years, twenty yep. years or whatever. Yep. But all this, all this sort of renewable energy, how fast and exponentially that's growing from what the fundamentals it was just thirty years ago. Yes. To now, and so all the and the cost to produce of all this stuff is coming down. So the more players you have in the business, the cheaper everything starts to get and get and get and get. So you can see how that the world's going to change with all that kind of stuff. And photography's going to be exactly the same thing. We won't be able to hold back all this change. No. To yeah, A photographer may become as quaint as the film photographer now, the guy who goes out and shoots on film. Yeah. Can you imagine that, you know? Um, it, it becomes a quaint hobby as opposed to a viable business. Yep. Yeah, that's a, a, a future that's to be considered yeah Yeah. uh there's lots of lots of jobs during the industrial revolution that were completely wiped out by something as simple as a sewing machine yeah yeah so yeah this what these computers are getting more and more able to if you just look at that article as silly as those photos are is effing remarkable that you can type in woman skiing yeah 
and it produces something. What on earth have you got passive. playing in the background? Oh, just 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 my baseball. You what? It's uh, unfathomable almost that you could yeah. just type in woman skiing and. Okay, it's a garbled image at the moment, but you can tell it's a woman on, <laughs> on yeah. snow. Yeah, you know that that is that is phenomenal. You know, yeah. Uh, and when and when there's and as soon as there's money to be made from it, oh yeah, that's when it's going to go. That's when the technology will go through the roof and its capabilities will go through the roof. Yeah. So so I I, I thought that it was pretty remarkable and 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 to uh, not dissimilar. Oh, completely different. But another use of AI is that um, protesters in Belarus have been using AI to unmask riot police. What? Okay, they've been taking photos of riot police and using AI to pull off the layers of protective stuff and see that. And once again, the image quality is pretty poor. I don't know how I'd do it, but technology starting to do stuff that we thought so as in impossible. the ai is calculating facial shape based yep, on shape but patterns what recognizable stuff it can see underneath wow yeah exactly wow you know so imagine what that does to yeah crime yeah. solving <laughs> yeah you've got this blurry blurry footage of someone from a security camera all of a sudden ai can bring it into yeah, this, the, yeah the, the the joke stuff you see in spy movies where they can resolve yeah, nothing yeah. into an amazing. Yeah. You know. uh, let me just turn this dial. It wasn't, yes. Why was that dial turned in the first place? Zoom in. Enhance. <laughs> why is that dial ever needed? If the thing's so damn good, yeah. you know, it should be incorporated all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that stuff's never made any sense to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, so once again, what computers are going to be able to do to photography is is just mind blowing. Yeah, so we might all be out of jobs, but yeah. mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's going to take over the world and and try and yeah 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 Terminator is all. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a problem. Uh, Adam yeah. sent us one story, and this was sort of a follow up to the story that. I brought to the table last week about Facebook's new copyright rules and how it's going to help protect our images from theft and unauthorised reuse and whatnot. And this story is basically saying that that tool is really not going to be a whole lot of use to Joe Average photographer like you and I. Hey, uh, yes. Who you call an average? <laughs> I've got the front cover of some thing this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're a little better than average. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll settle for average. As long as I can consider you below average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, this uh, rights manager tool yeah. is going to require... Okay, so for a start, you have to apply to Facebook to have them look out for your images being you know used without authorization they're not just going to well, do it for work, everybody it? off the goodness of their own heart then you have to supply a csv file so a comma comma separated values text file or spreadsheet of the images that you want searched for and a whole bunch of metadata that pertains to that image and as this post that Adam has sent us points out, the problem with that is that it's so easy to strip metadata out of an image if you are planning on stealing an image. 
Yeah. So it's not really a rock solid uh, implementation of yeah. you know image protection yet. Yet, yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, point. Again, it's for early days of it, and we just see all this stuff is stepping, changing, 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 developing, oh, building for sure. And, and as new as new threats and as new um, you know new problems arise, yeah, they find more and more ways of tracing stuff. You know, I mean, have you ever done reverse image searches? No, I have not. You should try. It's it's just remarkable. Go find images, all sorts of images. Get them off news. Uh, newspaper things and just do reverse images. It's just amazing where stuff comes from, where it's gone, how many other places it's used, and all these kind of things. It's it's an interesting little rabbit, rabbit hole to go. <laughs> right. There's many rabbit holes on the old interweb, but uh, yeah, that, that that's kind of and even do it with your own images to see if it's being used elsewhere. And um, yeah, uh, once again, it's not not a foolproof system, but it's still interesting to to see what can be done. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's my list. That's your list? Yeah. don't know. Did I have anything? Let's see. No, 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 <laughs> done that. Human face. There's something about a human... Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so this one, this one I found a bit emotive. This person is photographing a nursing home where all the residents are COVID positive. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, exactly. And and so there's some pretty... Uh, here's the thing. You know, 208,000 people in the US dead of COVID. And yeah. they're like, oh, it's only old people. It's my, oh, they had other problems. But, yeah, you go and then you see these photographs of, yeah, real people. You put a face on stuff, you know, and uh, a human face. And you see a photograph of, yeah, so a, a nurse holding up an iPad. So, yeah. A, so, yeah, a, a 94-year-old man can see his daughter days before he dies yeah you know it's yeah yeah so yeah he's 94 he's gonna die anyway but not necessarily this way and not maybe for another 10 years and maybe his daughter's got young kids who want to see him grow up and be able to get their memory yeah there's impacts that have far more than he was already old and he was already sick yeah you know yeah um yeah as as, a major major but but some of the photos are really really emotive and really really effective yeah and yeah it would be some of them are crap uh no it's not it's (laughs) the, the the crap ones are actually the photographer showing how they're yeah, protecting themselves to be able to shoot. Yeah, right. full body suits, basically. Yeah, almost like full hazmat suits. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to do this. I mean, it's, it's not on the morbid side of things, but it's a, a fascinating point in history. Uh, and these yep. photos could be, you know, uh, quality photos are really, really important, you yeah. know, for now until you can tell your camera to make it. Do me a photo of what somebody looked like in 2020 when they had COVID and lying in the hospital there. Bing. Yeah. And the computers generated it. So th- I thought that was interesting, and if anyone's interested in that little project, it's uh, it's it's worth the links worth having a look at. Yeah, oh, I've never heard of this. Have you ever heard of a photo company called Fun Leader? No, but I Me saw either. this as I was looking for some stuff to cover this week, and I elected not to cover it. So me too. I was going to too, but hey, what? Let's not. <laughs> if anyone wants to look it up. Fun leader. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to do with it. It's a lens it's cap 18 lens. mil lens that looks like a lens cap. It's so low profile. Yeah. And, and it's on just about every mount. So it's 18 mil F8. So it's a fixed focus, fixed element. Just aim. I mean, yeah. If you're a, I don't know, just a, they have, this is benefit for quick point aim press type photography. Yeah. You know? So you could think, well, street photography, maybe there's a, 
yeah, F8's not very exciting, but yeah, that's yeah. how you get depth of field. Yeah. So that's interesting. And the last thing I had in my list that I thought was pretty darn interesting, you, you know, the um, the company Ring. Oh, yes. Owned by Amazon now. Well, they've just released their first drone or <laughs> announced their first drone. Yes, I saw this. But this is fabulous. Imagine you know, one day uh, in the distant future, maybe when we're out of work, as Melbourne people, yeah. uh, we've finally been allowed out of the house. Yeah. And you can leave the home, and there's nobody at home. Yeah. But it's been so long since you've left home <laughs> that you've got out, you've got into bad habits, Bruce. You've got into bad, bad habits. Oh, okay. And you get to work, and you go, did I leave that window open? Right. <laughs> I don't know if I left that window open. So you click on your app, and your drone lifts up, and it flies into the room where you think it's left the window open, and you can see. Right. Yeah, look, it's closed oh, i can relax for the rest of the day did i leave the iron on you know but it can do it can fly around or you can automate it as security patrol yeah right it can patrol your house at different times of the day or while say you're away on holidays and it patrols it can and it can look for you know it'll, it'll detect breaking glass it'll see breaking glass it can if there's somebody in the house all this sort of stuff it's it's pretty amazing technology yeah yeah, once again, we're, yeah, we're talking a bit future tonight in the show, but it, it's, imagine five years' time, there's going to be stuff flying around your house when you're not home. <laughs> you know, it's putting on the kettle, you're on the way home, Plink. you probably do better ways than that anyway. Yeah. Uh, you've got smart switches, but <laughs> it flies, it opens the door for you when you get home. <laughs> I'm, I'm like waiting for the the home robot. That's what I want. I know, but yeah, this is yeah. We in, remember look at the old science fiction movies with the TV wall phone camera. Yeah, you know? yeah. And now we carry these things in their pockets. It does the same thing, but what the original vision was to what ended up being is so vastly different. Yeah, and the same with the home robot. Where everyone's, people have tried to come out with robots all the time. Uh, and they're always, you know, Sony's, people always releasing versions, but nothing's ever really worked. <laughs> yeah, so, but maybe... It'll get there. Or what will get there will be so vastly different than what we envisioned it to be. Yeah. yeah. A la, this drone that flies around your house, how many of it, you know, it, that, if, if that follows you around the house and, and selfie cams you, that's that's a whole a whole other world in itself. You know? yeah. Bedroom antic going crazy. But, yeah, it, it's who knows what this could become, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah getting them more of those. And, and, and the ro- a lot of the, the tasks of a robot are done with smart switches now. Right. Yeah, turning on lights, turning on cameras. I can turn my air conditioner on when I'm on the way home. I can turn the heater on. I can, or, or from, from voice activated, you know? Yeah. That's robotics to a degree, you know, the, theoretically. That's this kind of stuff. Yeah, the only thing, the only thing my, my, I can't say the word, my uh, my smart devices can't do yep. uh, is get me a beer from the fridge. Yeah. And that's really sad because if, if I had a robot here right now, he wouldn't be able to do it either because there's no beer in the fridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, they can do it. I'll feed the cats for me yeah. or cook me dinner. But I enjoy the cooking, so maybe not so much. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, that, that's, and, and then you tell your robot to go out and take your photos for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> go on holidays for me. Tell me, what it was, tell me what it was like. Give me a live stream feed. Okay, and you can imagine it'd be sent, so it, it'd be able to feel yeah, and smell and hear what your robot's seeing, feeling, and, and touching and tasting. 
Well, that'd all be freaky. Com- all from the comfort. Do you ever see the movie Wally? I did not. It was a pretty darn good kids show. Yeah. But it's like these people had left the Earth because it was all falling apart. Yep. And they're on a spaceship for like 300 years, generations. And now they're all these massive, overweight, fat, with no exercise. They float around on like inflatable chairs, floating chairs. Right. Because they can't get up and walk out. <laughs> yeah, that could be ours in the future. And our robot's going out and doing everything for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm halfway there. I'm already fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just need a floating chair. That could be. See, if I get enough of those little ring drones, yeah, and stick them under me, look <laughs> <laughs> at me floating chair. You like the guy in Up? You won't need balloons. You just need drones. Exactly. You know. So, but I thought I thought that was some pretty darn cool technology, and yeah, uh, yeah, the, the the space of things to come. You know. Yeah. Uh, there was another ca- another car I saw announced a week or so ago. With, once again, with a built-in drone. Uh, to the car, so you could you're stuck in traffic jam. Oh, what the hell's going on? You fly your drone up, look ahead, you know, <laughs> and you can see what's going on, and see if there's alternate ways out of it. Yeah, all sorts of stuff, you know. Right, the car the just needs exciting. to be one big drone so you can just fly out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's going to happen too, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Then what we're in the traffic jam in the first place. That's right. Flying Oh, the future's exciting. If we ever get to leave our houses, uh, the future's damn exciting. That's it. The future's so bright, I've got to wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that's us for another lovely... Are you going to publish this week's episode, Bruce? Or are you going to... Uh, <laughs> that is the plan. Keep it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, the saddest thing of that... So, for those who weren't aware, which seems like everybody, Bruce forgot to hit... Publish. Publish. <laughs> For last week's episode, he only put it out tonight. That's right. No one said a word. No one goes, oh, guys, is there no episode this week? No one cared enough. That's right. <laughs> Nobody cared enough to go, oi, uh, is there or isn't there? They just, just went, yeah, COVID. Just, just a word to the audience. If you don't see a post that says no podcast this week, reach out to me because <laughs> I've obviously forgotten. <laughs> Because if we're not going to release one, I generally put up a post that says so. They're our most popular posts. <laughs> they they yeah, are, you, you, that's You've right. done our Facebook feed a disservice yes. by not having a popular post up there. Yep. Uh, Facebook is constantly trying to get me to buy ads saying, this is your most popular post. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're the, the, the opposite world podcast. Yeah, the, the, the least we do, the more we're liked. That's right. <laughs> Anyway. Well, mate, will you enjoy your cooking and your gardening? I am. And- I'm, uh, I'm planning uh, Polish pierogies uh, for dinner tomorrow night. Right. I made a fabulous meatloaf. To- oh, the meatloaf I made tonight. Oh, 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 my God. Yeah? Unbelievably good. Yeah, Polish pierogies for dinner tomorrow night. Be kind is, of nice. is that made with cabbage? Uh, no, they're, they're uh, potato, cream cheese, onion, oh, okay. uh, dumpling, fried dumpling, basically. Right. Yeah, a little heavy, but uh, right. so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, mate. Will My you have average. a good week? I will. Take care, everybody. Be good. Be safe. Be healthy. Be take some photos. Do something absolutely totally related. Because we'll talk it's to a you in a week. Podcast. <laughs> Bye now. See ya. Shutters Inc. For questions, comments and feedback, email theboys at shuttersinpodcast.com.